What's happening? It's us, and it's been a while, so air horns. Yeah. That sound means it's another episode of Afro Movie Review, review the podcast. Do we know how to do this anymore? I would say our script is kind of, Damn, it's been, it's been a while because life was lifing, but we back with y'all, and we appreciate whatever patience you extended to us while we was on this break for Black History Month. Yes, because reparations. Yeah, that's a goddamn series. <laughs> Welcome, y'all, to season six. This is episode 70. The movie is Ginger and Rosa. I have it as 2013, but that was for the A24 release. I did 2012 research. I did 2012 research. Bet. Okay, Because we listen to Wikipedia. We do. Look at us. We be on point. Welcome back, y'all. The voice that you're hearing currently is Mo, she, her pronouns, Afro Movie Reviewer, the Chocolate Chip Podcaster. And I am Keeks, they, them pronouns, Afro Movie Reviewer, your favorite trans podcaster. Yeah, yeah, I think that deserves air horns again. We it's have been, been a long time. Oh my God. <laughs> Life update. What's going on? How are you? I am good. My bad, y'all. Sir, part of the holdup was that my computer had to go to the shop because, you know, we're not buying new electronics. Don't do that. Not so, when you got extended warranties. Right. So, computer had to go to the shop. A little embarrassed because they was like, you just need a new cord, hun. And I'm like, <laughs> that's why I send it in. Lips hair. So, for you to tell me that. <laughs> that's why I paid the money. Yeah. So, a uh, little my fault. Sorry. But other than that, we're doing good. Life is good. Life is life a lot. Life is life in. Um, <laughs> on my end, I have moved. That was part of the holdup on my end, moving and getting situated. Um, and then making sure that I knew where things were. I could not find the cord to this computer <laughs> for a good couple days. Not going to lie. And then I had to find it to be able to do some work. And like on the day that we thought that life was just gonna life my fucking cat decided he wants to run outside he's so, an inside cat life is still life life is still life <laughs> but what we decided is that that type of shit cannot any longer be a distraction from what we like to do which is this podcast yes um not only do we like it we love it yeah this is so fun it's the type of relationship you want to have right? so we're back the movie of this episode is ginger and rosa the year is 2012 Rock, paper, scissors. Let's go. Hey. First time in <laughs> Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh. Oh, you won. Rock beating my scissors. Okay, so you can start with the history wheel. So, because it is Black History Month. Tis. 2012 Black History Month theme is Black women in American culture and history. So, all of my facts are pertaining to Black women in American culture and history. Nice. <laughs> nice. So that's my first fact. Okay. Okay. So my first fact is um, April 1st. Uh, no, I'm sorry. April 4th, 2012. Um, German Nobel laureate Gunther Grass. He is the recipient of the 1999 Nobel Prize in Literature. He uh, He publishes a poem called What Must Be Said. It is written in prose and consists of 69, 69 lines and nine unrhymed stanzas. Um, and the concept of it is pretty much about how um, Israel is plotting to wipe out Iran and the world is going to stop by and watch it happen. This, I brought this up because again, 
<laughs> again, all of this that we're seeing with Israel and Palestine and Israel bombing other places too has mm-hmm. not it did not it didn't start October seventh. So and, and they are just like watching it happen, watching it happen, lighting them up. So wild. this is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. And a Nobel Prize winning poet he said called y'all out in twenty twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, that's my first fact. All right, my second fact is May seventeenth, Donna Summer's passed. Donna Summer in twenty twelve. I was like, ma'am, she was around for a while. I did not realize that. I think she sang the intro for Pokemon. You lying? She was around. Ra- what, what I was like, Pokemon or Dragon. <laughs> she was singing. She was around. I have to find that. But um, singer, queen of disco, icon. The first artist to have three consecutive double albums reach number one, which was Live and More, Bad Girls, and On the Radio, Greatest Hits, Volume 1. And on the radio! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a And she is the first Black woman to be nominated for an MTV Music Video Award. Hey! So, yes, we give our flowers to Miss Donna Summers. Yes. I feel like she wasn't appreciated. In- <laughs> she was appreciated, but when they killed Disco, they, they, they tried to take out her career, too. That's the thing, like, once an era ends, especially an era such as that. Especially when you're called the queen of and, that era. Right? right? And then it's like, where do you go as a black woman? Because you already have a fight to get into that era. So, like, yeah. how do I get... I gotta go from being the, at the top of my game to starting all over. You got me fucked up. Yeah, okay, okay. You're not gonna do me like that, which is why she's an icon, because she just kept on doing things, even if we didn't know it was her voice. Right. She was still around, so that's awesome. Um, I'll go on the on the tune of music as well. Um, April 15th, 2012, the hologram of late rapper Tupac is featured on stage with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre at Coachella. Who approved it? I remember it all all of us being like, Hurt. it was very that's weird. That's wild. Why would you do that? I, did y'all talk to his family? I just need in writing, like I just no and I guess hologram. I guess if it's like not explicitly in writing that you don't want it used in that way I guess so do. that they can but cause... I thought like the estate contr- well they don't be talking to these estates when not they make all these the movies, time so. if it's not Marvin Gaye's estate you might not you know what I'm saying Marvin Gaye's estate is on the money they don't play it's like they that. spend all day on the radio the interwebs the TV listening looking for anything that looks like sounds like Marvin Gaye they don't have that steal from him and the, won't look I feel the fuck out <laughs> and won't <laughs> That's so, that's my second fact. I wonder though, is that the future of entertainment of like hologram? I think so because there's a song on the radio right now that's like a remix, or maybe it's like an AI clipped something that's like a Whitney Houston song with somebody. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That reminds <laughs> me. I just heard Twenty One Savage on like an old song, and I was like, "When did you even?" Twenty One Savage loves to sample. Don't get me wrong, he's a. I think he signed a J. Cole or something. But like, I, you know, sampling I'm fine with. It's the it's the remakes. I want to say it's. I don't know who. It no, is. I think it was the exact same song. They just added a Twenty One Savage verse, but the mm. song was just like mm. so old. Like I heard this in my childhood. Oh, mm. <sighs> you know. Side note: When you niggas decide that you want to remake songs, can you do them either? Well, <laughs> either do it well. You know what I'm saying? Either do it well or, or not at a completely different song or don't do it at all. Leave it untouched. Because I, I have no problem with sampling. It's just sometimes y'all are boring when y'all sample songs. Because you don't do it right. You don't so, do it well. It's boring. It's it You sounds, don't put anything new on it. You it sounds put, exactly how the song sounded before you touched it, which makes you could have left it wrong. 
and you just sat there and paid them to use this song for nothing. That's it. <laughs> Boo you niggas. I hate y'all. I forgot we had this real song. bad. It just popped up. I said, oh, necessary. I want to use that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what's your third okay. fact? Um, Lord. Ooh, my third fact. February 11th. Whitney Houston dies. Uh-huh. Right? Lose two legends in the same year. Uh-huh. God is taking angels. Singer, actress, the voice, queen of pop, legend, beloved. I love her so much. Nip it! One of the greatest singers in the history of music. Yeah. Fight me on it. And she broke down the color barrier as a black woman for MTV because MTV got a lot of complaints about not showing black artists so Mm -hmm. michael jackson was for the black men whitney houston was for the black women i love so i love that so much so it's still uh fuck what's his name al sharpton yeah why would you lead a campaign against a black person black person Mm -hmm. not like not not all black people are worthy of campaigning for um but until you know them why would you campaign against them it's mm -hmm. yeah he's a hater He's a hater. Well, yeah, <sighs> sometimes we need him. You, because <laughs> you can't go unchecked. Like, <laughs> you know, and until she had them black ass complaints, she was over there doing very white music, according to them, even though those songs now off of her first album are songs that we would still look back on and cherish because she was singing. And despite who they felt that it was, you know, what our hashtag is, you know, not the target audience. (laughs) It was still quality music. And once once people were able to see that music didn't have to be labeled, it's still labeled black music, white music, whatever. But shout out to the black country artists who were getting their shine right now because um, that lady decided she wanted to tap her toe in the country. Yeah. So now the black people who do country are like, we are here. I love, I love, because you know what I love. Oh, when I saw it was a country album, I said, bitch, I won. I won. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so my third and final fact is August 17, 2012, gay pride events are banned for a century in Moscow. Russia. Now, Russia. I was like, wait a minute. So we, we are gonna get into this. So the best known gay rights uh came campaigner for russia is a person by the name of nikolai alexiev um he had gone to court with the hopes of overturning the city council's ban on gay parades but they upheld it at that point they said that uh the gay parades would cause cause risk to the public it would uh lead to public disorder and that must most of the muscovites did not support such an event as of november people who are from moscow oh oh. muscovites (laughs) i love that yeah (laughs) Even though, fuck them, if that's how they feel. Um, As of November 2023, Russia's Supreme Court has ruled that uh, LGBT activity should be designated as extremists. Um, They have said that this is, uh, people who counter this said that this move is a part of a pattern of increasing restrictions in Russia on expressions of sexual orientation and gender identity, including laws outlawing uh, the promotion of non-traditional sexual relations and banning legal or medical changes of gender. Um, This is the reason why this is a little bit long. Because February 17th, 2022, Brittany Griner is arrested on drug smuggling charges in Russia. Oh, my God. Right? This charge, um, what happened, this happened to happen when she was going through the airport. Um, their version of TSA is Federal Customs Services found that she had a vaporize, a vaporizer that had less than a gram of hash oil. She is legally prescribed this in the state of Arizona. 
Um, she said that it was in a bag that she had just did not know it was there. It was packed. It was found. The reason why this is uh, kind of interesting is because typically in Russia, possession of hash oil, two grams or less, would constitute a uh, consequence of about 15 days. Brittany Griner, when she went to court, was found as a high profile hostage. That's what they called her. They said that she was being wrongfully detained, but she was found guilty by the court and sentenced to nine years in prison and one million rubles, which is the U.S. $16,301. I tie that into it because this is a place that has banned gay events as of 2012 for a century. A decade later, she gets arrested, a mask presenting gay woman. Mm-hmm. going to play sports over there temporarily um who was breaking the law so maybe part of the reason why she was such a whole pro- high profile case is not even just because of what she was doing or anything of that but because of gay yeah which a lot of people that's said, what it sounded like it sounded like gay so then they did a hostage exchange people were kind of upset about who they let go in exchange for her but we already knew what that was we won't have to get into that but yeah last fact fuck moscow mm. Well, fucking people like it that way. I have some real dope and close Russian friends. I actually have some. I have some dope and close Ukrainian friends. See, so So, it's like you know, fuck the people who feel that way. Not all of y'all, but yeah. So, that was the history reel. Yeah, you know what time it is. It's the plug. I don't know why I feel like I'm saucy. You're excited. (laughs) It's the plug. We're excited to be back with y'all, but the plug for this episode, as it has been for the entire A24 season, is solidarity and power to the people. Freedom. Freedoms, freedoms. Um, but what do your lenses look like, babe? I would like to make a correction because I was listening to the last episode. I was like, why are our colors different for Congo? It's like, where did you get green from? No, nigga, I messed up. I, I am the problem. So, (laughs) I had the Republic of Congo, not the Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm -hmm. So, to edit my glasses for the season, they are a blue triangle, a red triangle with the yellow nose bridge with the freedom fist hanging off the legs. What are your lenses I like? My lenses are the iridescent sliced watermelon disco balls for the lens. The left leg is the blue yellow for Congo and the right leg is the green yellow for Tigray. Um, all power to the people, all solidarity with them. We are wishing everybody freedom of these oppressions and of these systematics oppressions that we are all under. Yeah, freedom yeah. to us all. Freedom to us all. All right, so let's get into this episode, Ginger and I'm so excited to talk about this shit. Oh I'm excited God. to talk about it too because it's the first time in the A24 season in a while that wasn't thriller. Um, Which I was disappointed with, honestly. Uh, you needed a little scary? <laughs> I mean, I because A24 has put themselves as like this like top scary thriller people. I literally came in this. I was like, okay, we about to get scared. Then I was like, okay, so we're not about to get scared. We're not about to get scared. So, I definitely felt like there was some stuff going on that made me uncomfortable, but it wasn't <gasps> scary. Very. Uh, <laughs> so what talk. was the movie synopsis? The movie synopsis is a look at the lives of two teenage girls, inseparable friends, Ginger and Rosa, growing up in 1960s London as the Cuban Missile Crisis looms and the pivotal event that comes to redefine their relationship. 
I did not catch that. That wasn't. Um, I thought it, I thought it was Cold War ish. It was like Cuban Missile Crisis. I was like, y'all yeah, are dropping 60s. bombs. Because it starts in the forty five when we see the birthing of of the besties same day, and then it comes to sixty two. Um, they are yeah. teenagers. Nine, Which, okay, so what's the math? So forty five to fifty five will make them ten, and so, fifty five to sixty five will be twenty. So they are eighteen year old. Oh, I, I was thinking seventeen. I they was were thinking still they in were, school. They were still in school in their last year. So right. that was really, I was not expecting it to be a period piece because we opened with either. Hiroshima, like getting bombed. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I thought I had the wrong movie for a second. Right. I had to go back and look at the synopsis again. So it is not the fact that it was a period piece that bothered me. It's the fact that it was a period piece about white people that bothered me. <laughs> you know? had enough of those. I'm so tired because it's like, you're not the country that's getting bombed. Why do I have to hear your story Late. about this? It was very much like, I don't care. But it was the threat. And they're like, you haven't heard about the Cuban missiles? The, the way they said missiles the whole time cracked me up. It was so funny. Wait, um, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nope, because we do rankings first or categories lately? We do categories first and then rankings after. Okay, okay, so what were your categories? Gay. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. Oh, I love shit. it. And I think about death a lot is one of them, but that's the uh, quote. Literally from, like that, and I think about death a lot? That's okay. from um, Big Crit's Drinking Sessions. Oh. <laughs> I love that man. Ooh. If he out there listening to this for random reasons, sister, why? Hey, I'm sign up. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So I have fucked that bitch. Word. That's many people. Though. Yep. 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 <laughs> I have put him under the jail six feet. Yeah. And then I have, you should have died in the war. Because <laughs> that was the only way you were going to be useful. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm back with um, my extendo categories. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have, uh uh-uh, uh, I saw that. Because. Mm, uh, <laughs> peace. Clocked. Mm. Seat you. Um, oh, you ready for the world? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get into that category. I have, nope, you in danger. Um, I have. <laughs> I have um, connection dot 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 fail question mark like uh, like can you hear me now no my bad Um, I have okay but not wrong though I have you know what fuck you also cause (laughs) truth be told and then I have oh my fucking god OMFG just like that I feel that I almost had an OMFG it's OMFG because you know what you know what Fuck you also, fuck you anyways, fuck you as well. Mom was like, oh my fucking God, please shut up. Then I have to change so it. Silly. So what was your ranking for this film? I gave it a four out of ten. Woo! <laughs> you don't play. Oh sorry. I just I do not why am I hearing this story? Hey. <laughs> I hey. just I get why you decided to make it because you know. It was. A, it's a British film, so it's Brett's. It's the British. It's um, Brett's. But 
why did you make this? <laughs> What's funny, okay, so the director is also the writer, Sally Potter, has that good old OBE behind the name, which mm-hmm. we know is the most excellent order of the British Empire. Yes. They give it out for chivalry, rewarding contributions of the arts, science, work, and charitable welfare organizations. They begin to have this out. <laughs> um, this is her most mainstream movie her other mm-hmm. movies were ones that i did not know by name did not notice it she is awarded up though so we not i'm gonna give her credit the thing about this is at the end i said oh this is american beauty i haven't seen this movie is american beauty it's american beauty without the the younger women having to be visibly sexualized on screen by the older man hmm. kevin um Cosmic? no it's kevin the rapey one. Sorry. To I was going to say, is that not Costner? No. Know. Kevin Costner's a good guy. I don't know the Kevin's one. Kevin Spacey. Oh. So Kevin Spacey is in there. Annette Benning is also in there, who played uh, Bella in this one. But Sally Potter, I don't know if she did not recognize it, but maybe it's American Beauty without the sexualization. Because in American Beauty, um, the young lady who is sexualized is Nina Savari. She plays um, Thor Birch's best friend. Mm. and Kevin Spacey has a thing for her and she is actively like you know that scene where the roses are falling on her and she's like laying on the bed that's him envisioning it but it doesn't matter that was very gross now but he only envisioned he's it. envisioning it but oh he didn't actually touch her didn't touch right mm. Ginger and Rosa takes it farther than they should than they should have because <laughs> what because going, what the fuck I gave this movie a five out of ten that's fair no I'm sorry I gave it a six out of ten okay. I gave it a six out of ten I wanted to give it a five. I wanted to give it a five, but I appreciated the fact that because I was able to uh, liken it to American Beauty, I was immediately appreciative of the fact that I was uncomfortable without visibly seeing it on screen. That's fair. I appreciated the director's uh, choices and approach to this topic because you already were taking in a topic that was very sticky. Why do we have to do this? I don't give a fuck if it's 1962. This right. wasn't appropriate then. And it's like not appropriate, appropriate now. <laughs> so I just was, but I gave it a six out of 10 because of the fact that I, I recognized it as a better done American. version of that movie in a timepiece. I'm going to have to watch American Beauty because. We'll put it on there as, as um, in the deliberately out of pocket season because it was. Oh, okay. Because why is this? Kevin Spacey had to be in his fucking 40s and she was like 19. There's no, even if she was 18 or up, whatever, because again, with our characters in here, so we have... Because um, they were older, old enough. Elle Fanning at the time of the movie was 14-ish. Mm-hmm. 14? 14 to, to 15. Oh, right, because I did... Okay, yeah, I didn't do mm-hmm. math. She's, She's like 25 now. Yes, and she is uh, Dakota Fanning's younger sister, so both from Conyers, Georgia. Nepo babies. Nepo babies. Uh, Alice Englert plays Rosa. At the time, she was about, I think, 18. Um, we have Annette Benning, who is a fucking gem, plays Bella. But again, she was an American, uh, she was an American beauty. She plays the, the wife of Kevin Spacey. Um, and then we have Christina Hendricks, who is Natalie, the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she's awarded up too. She's from she Mad Men. She is amazing. I know her from Good Girls, but she's in Mad Men. I saw that and I was like, She's very pretty. We should possibly do um, seasons on 
<laughs> and then we have Roland Alessandro Nivola. I did not like him. He played the fuck out that. He role. played the fuck out that role. American actor. There, you know, this was cool. And the only other person I have is Oliver Platt, who plays Mark Mark Two, and that's because I love Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt is also awarded up. He's nominated for um, five primetime Emmys, a Golden Globe Award, two Screen Actor Guilds Awards, and a Tony Award. We know him from Indecent Proposal, A Time to Kill, Bullworth, Doctor Doolittle. As far as TV, he did The Big C, Fargo, The Good Wife. He is on The West Wing. He was on some doctor show. That's my guy. I love him. Did you scroll up? Let me see. That's the yeah. That's everybody. I that's got. everybody. So that's the mains, I'm about right? To say, um, I mean, they're all. I guess they're all good actors, actresses in their own right. Could so you be my nepo the, it's and that's what I was like. So, is it a nepo baby because they're sisters? Well, they're sisters. It's not um, like their parents. Their parents are like. Well, I'm gonna say ne- they're rich. Like, they're, yeah, and I'm just like, well, I mean, I guess if you're rich, you want to go into acting to keep your riches. So I know that's right. But I mean, but Alice. but if you can say, if you can say that, then we could talk about Tony Goldwyn. Oh, we definitely can. I would love to talk about Tony Goldwyn because, bitch, your last name is Goldwyn. You don't need to do shit. Like, why are you here? But he does it well. He does, and that's what I don't like. <laughs> Because like you, you have so the space and the money to, to explore that. And you want to get into and I just mm. Mm. but Alice is literally her parents were filmmakers. Ah. So Nepo baby. And you know, she's talking about like she was in um Beautiful Creatures in 2013. She had an original song of hers that was featured in the movie. Oh yeah. So she did explore in some other things, but again, you are able to to sit around. Like right now, she she was in Ratchet on Netflix in 2020. I don't know what she's doing as of recently. She's still working and doing TV and stuff, but it's like, you know, here and there. But that's because you have the money to sit around and not protest. And that's like, my, you know that's my thing. Like, y'all, y'all have the resources to do that. Like, must be nice. Must be. Donate. <laughs> Give up some money. It's Black History Month. Like. Okay. One thing that I really want to note about um, Annette Benning, outside of the fact that she's married to Warren Beatty, which, you know, actor, whatever, mm-hmm. she serves as the vice chair on the board of trustees for the Actors Fund, which really came to the help when Striking yes. was going down. Um, she wasn't a person that I saw like Fran Drescher who was all around like Fran Drescher was a you know what I'm saying yeah. so on the low I mean on the lowest of high lows fuck her too yeah. but like I don't it it's sticky because you can appreciate her contributions to entertainment but also it. not like and recognize as a that the things that you were supporting <laughs> outside of that bullshit and fucking for it right like, um, but I just thought it was awesome that Annette Benning is is giving her there's a contribution outside of um, being on screen because she bought that life because she bought that life. I love some. Let's get into this punk ass movie. So, did you not get like I got very much that Ginger was in love with Rosa? I don't know if it was like she wanted to do any and everything, and then like I get the friendship aspect because I am a person who believes there's an aspect of being in love with the with the, your friends, like all of your friends, just a right. little bit. You know what I mean? So I felt I felt that, but not in like a sexual in love. Not sexual per se. I just felt like she was just in love with this girl because the fact that they were doing like the, the kissing at the when they were in their school uniforms, like pretending to it kiss. It was the practice was like, kiss, but that also I think that is one of those things that as teenagers yeah. you do so okay i'll give you that mm-hmm. but watching her undress 
like when she was uh she was like oh they were changing and she was was watching it but i think what it was is because if you had seen it before they were 2020 twins right weren't born on the same day they did everything together so when they when they were sitting in the tub like reading um newspapers or like magazines or whatever i was confused they were trying to shrink their dreams to make them smaller and like whatever Mm -hmm. right they did everything in union and from their birth they were they were a pair and I think that um part of it part of what you might have read was the discontent in her like Rosa was already trying to move faster than Ginger the practice kissing was not necessarily for Rosa's behalf it was for Ginger who did not know because they went out and was partying or whatever and uh Rosa was over there necking with some boy and she was necking with multiple boys all throughout this so it was kind of Ginger doing the catch-up she introduced Ginger to smoking cigarettes her mom Mm -hmm. um Ginger's mom said something about Rosa being the the bad influence and Anushka uh who is Rosa's mom saying like yeah she agreed too and it's like no she just has gone through a lot. Her parents divorced. She's, you know, now the oldest of a mother who has multiple kids. And so she has to take care of. Which was, you're not even helping. Like you're not yeah, even trying as to a understand friend, now. Yeah. So, like and the connection between them, I think that it was very much friendly, but it was also like Rosa was the leader of their friend group and Ginger was doing a lot of catch up. Definitely. And when you admire somebody and allow them to lead you in that way, the catch up can look a little bit like in love. If you okay. don't allow it to, you know, she didn't. It, she didn't have her own personality until they got to striking. That's true, and we could talk about how white people want to make that like activism their personality, and how that's actually you need a little bit more than that to actually be a likable person. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, because and because she honestly she was the character of Ginger bothered me a little bit because she idolized her father in a way that he, it felt like he could do no wrong, but the and way he wasn't she, deserving of and it. my God, when he, first off, he, he's a terrible dad. He woke her up at two in the morning to For feed her. I said, bitch, you might be up at two in the morning. I noted that. And I noted that he, he woke her up at two in the morning after after, After mom had failed, like she had cooked a, you know, pretty much a pot pie. I don't know what that was. It was, she was but very, it was cooked. It was cooked, and it well was a meal and, with candles on the table. Dinner was set for multiple people, and he called it emotional manipulation, or which, what did he call it? Emotional blackmail. Yes. And so then the the girls are at this place that he's moved to, and they try to cook him a meal. They've made spaghetti bolognese, and they're like, oh, and they're setting tables and doing all of this, and they're and, and they're and doing this as well, like, right? They're having different types of discussions, but they're also mm-hmm. watching him take bites the same way that Natalie was when she was in house. They don't realize that they have gone into this domestication role and trying to earn his approval the same way that she was. Yeah. So then, fast forward when it gets to that part. And he's cooking. He's not cooking for Ginger and Rosa. He's He's cooking cooking for Ginger. Ginger. So he's trying. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you could cook. And he says, I didn't either. There was definitely a full circle, him trying to connect. But the reason that he came to her in that was to take advantage of Rosa. And that's my thing. Was to take advantage of his daughter's vulnerability and how she was feeling and ask permission for the fuck upness that he was doing that because it's not like he even tried to get to know her as a person you only wanted her around because because even when she went on the fucking boat and rose was like oh he thinks you should come why did he think that she should come so that she she could hear the out fuck and and that threw me when when rosa said she was going to write to her daddy and ginger was like bitch what the fuck for and that that should have immediately that should have done it right 
And then Rosa did it anyways. Roland wrote back. So then she's hearing y'all are having communicate without me. Right. And then the fact that she's like, well, I'm about to move in with my dad. And she's like, I heard I'm going sailing with them. Bitch, y'all are really having communications. This is wild. And then the fact that he really, like, I was so uncomfortable. I think I wrote it in all caps. Are you fucking your daughter's best friend with her in earshot? That. The, he, but he, he later on explained it. And he was like, you know, I've always gone against tyrann- tyrannical Which, rule. Which, oh my, his character bothers me. Oh! Now he pretends to be like this fake eat person. Like I get it. Like he's a successful poet, and he he latches onto the fact that oh, I was jailed for my beliefs. But you're a terrible father. You're, you're still terrible. terrible. You you're a terrible husband. And then he tries to justify it with like oh, I try I fight I had to fight all my life. Like bitch. okay, bitch, and you ain't Miss Sophia. Like, Because of where they are in the UK and like at one point Bella and the Marks are talking about the experience of being European and living through that time and how it was scary for everybody because um, when Ginger is asking like was my mother always like this when she sat beforehand and the Marks can acknowledge or Mark and Mark's was, well, no, Mark, Mark, who had been the friend, oh, the okay. original Mark, was able to say, well, she was troubled beforehand, but we were all troubled. We were living through the war. Um, and then as soon as she got free, she got to popping pussy and ended up pregnant, dog. Like, there's a lot of happening because if you see them, they do only look like they're about 14, 15 years in age difference. Right. They look very like they look like they could be sisters. And the the ad, like the adoration of Roland and like the put down of her of, of her mom it was, was crazy because how are you not recognizing that the reason that your mother is unhappy was because of roland because even 1962 uk you still couldn't you still had to ask permission for your husband to get a bank account Did until you? 1975 i literally had to look that up wow so she was really stuck when she said what job could i get she wasn't playing this wasn't her being like what was me literally she had thought about the options so when ginger wrote Hold on. Ginger name is Africa? Okay, wait. Actually, hold on that because let me go back. You said uh, when she was actually stuck, I had something on that. You cannot divorce your husband um, for adultery unless you could prove other cruelties in the UK at that time. So you had to prove like rape or he was cruel to you. And they didn't believe in in marital rape. So how do you prove this? But you couldn't do it. Ju- it could not just be adultery that you could divorce him for. But he and can't just her yeah. for adultery. She couldn't just be like, I want to leave him because I don't like him. That's but he so. could be like, I want to leave her because I don't like her. Mm. Wow. So, but back on this Africa thing, I had to look that up because it was like, oh, he named me because Freud. A quote from Freud? What's the quote? The quote, because I have it in here. Because I was like, what the fuck? Who does that? So it said he named Ginger Africa after Freud. Freud said the sexual life of an adult woman is like an unknown continent. He borrows from an African explorer's description of a dark forest, virgin, hostile, and impenetrable. First off, racist. That is horrid. <laughs> Second off, why are you looking at this infant child that was just born and like, oh my shitty. God. Like, <laughs> he was, Roland was out of pocket. The entire time, like he should not have been a parent. He should, and he literally said that. You know, you get and, placed into these situations, but like, what? And I can appreciate the self awareness, but what are you doing to change it? Exactly. You just, you just exactly. Say, like, I know I'm not the father you meant, that you wanted us me to be, 
what are you doing to change that? Because you made her literally break down and because she had to keep the secret that you were fucking her best, her best friend, friend away from your mom. On the same day as her, you were literally fucking your child's tether, her parallel, her same Z, her twin, her bestie. <sighs> like this, they took it's breath in, in the same hour and that's who you choose to fuck. And then when he called Rosa his siren song, I must have oh threw, my my, threw my clipboard. And he was like, oh, I just had to surrender. You didn't have to do shit. You're a grown ass man. He is an ethephophile. He is he is a grown man that has found himself regularly attracted to teenage girls. Because it was because the student as well. It was the student and mom. He was attracted to mom as soon as, but as soon as she got older and started showing signs of being an older woman and not just taking his bullshit, asking questions, having expectations, wanting him to be family man. He wanted to be free, nasty little boy. And I don't know if it was because of his time in prison and not serving and not seeing death, because there's a lot of um research that you know and and people will talk about it i mean if you go into wartime even if you're if you're in the field or not mm-hmm. if you were active in the military and other people who don't they will come back and say well that person's same age that person's a child and i'm not like i'm grown because i've seen more of the world mm-hmm. so maybe his expansion of being a man didn't come because he he did not go to war he said he was not going to be a part of that cool um london weren't they against they was against the nazis like I just was, I was. He punked out multiple times, and then he stayed a child. He was in, he was infantilized, mm-hmm. um, by his lack of movement, his lack of decision. He did not have to confront any of these things. And the but only he time, has all the power in the situation that was my, and yes. that's the part that pisses me off. Like, cause you can be a child, just not when you have a wife and a child that's dependent on you, and they can't do anything Step else up. without you. Like. Step- I get it. You didn't want to be a dad, but she's here now. And even when they pointed out, oh, she's still young enough to be parented. He was like, she's she's going to protest. Like he was like my, and literally he had said, she's no longer my responsibility. I've done all I can do for her. What did you do? Prior to that, though, is my thing. Like he gave her free, he gave her the opportunity to learn who he was as an individual so that he could let her down. I think as far as like parenting goes, he was not trying to be a parent. He was trying to show her the ways of the world from the perspective of a person who would eventually let her down. That is terrible. It's as a parent. What the fuck? Horrid. Horrid. That is Um, just Literally, it was multiple times I was just like, oh, fuck him. Um, I found myself very conflicted. Also, the reason why I gave this movie a six and not just like the five that I wanted to is because at one point I found myself victim blaming uh, Rosa. Yes. I. And then I had to defend. I had to go through and like sit with myself and realize that is a conditioning that I need to unlearn. And I was able to check it in this movie and find myself in defense of her again, even when she offended me. That because she was not a good. She was person. not easy to defend. She was. She had a complicated childhood. I'll tell you that. And then she was parentified. It seems like as a child, she was. So. And Anushka's Anushka's struggle with being a mother to a child that she had given so much responsibility. Responsibility. She wasn't working, mm-hmm. but like you're asking the responsibilities of like parents, parental responsibilities of a child. So she started to think of herself as adult, just as adult as you. Yeah, and that is. I mean, horrid. I mean. It is what it is. Right? But so. she, so Rose became difficult to defend, but I was able to do it. Um, I, pe- but it was early. It was early that you could peep 
Rosa's interest in dad, dad's interest in Roland. Mm-hmm. I mean, dad's interest in and Rosa. That was, and it makes me think that she was groomed because the way his interest started first, one. Because yeah. even when um, they had a ride home at two in the morning after drinking and he drove them home, he adjusted the mirror to only see her. And that is weird. Like, why would you do that? And then wants to correct her. Bye, Ginger's dad. My name is Roland. But that's because he doesn't allow Ginger to call him dad either. He goes by Roland. So, oh, okay. So that's an aversion of him to his parenthood, but also mm-hmm. I can see that. I don't know. Cause it's just the whole. And I think that, I think Rosa was trying to settle, like, are you Ginger's dad or are you an, an, an individual? And in his response that my name is not Ginger's dad, I'm Roland. She was able to see him as individual. He clarified himself separate of his daughter. And that kind of opened the floodgates for them to fuck around. Right. Cause now you're on a first name basis with somebody who should be a mister. Who should be. And I don't know if that's just because we've talked about we, this with, right, black, cultural, with white counterparts. So, where culturally, some but, people, some cultures, and you guys can tune in for us because we've definitely seen about cer- certain stuff in the UK where y'all won't feed people that come over your house. Like, that's wild. I think most parts of America, <laughs> if you come over, we're going to feed rude. you. If I'm eating, you can eat too, right? right? <laughs> but like, culturally, we know that even inside of America, the subcultures be- between um, groups is varying and different and for black culture if you are even a couple years older than me i am going to call you miss until you tell me not if you're in service to me if i come and i'm getting a service done from you i'm probably going to call you miss or mister until i do not until you tell me not to a sir a ma'am a something it's going to be an acknowledging respect and there was a lack of respect that rosa had for herself for her friendship for her mom that was the thing it's like how dare you like and i don't mean the victim blame but like this is supposedly your best friend. Like, why would you go to of all places of all to get places to have to? And I get it. Like, oh, he's older. He's more experienced, and there's plenty of older men that are more experienced. It doesn't have to. be And you the know how we know because Ginger found her one at right. a place that she went to the um the, band, the protest the and like yeah. you know what I'm saying. And she found her an older guy too. He is in college right studying he's Which, in art school not that much older what 25 let's say because if she's 18 19 he was able to buy a beer so maybe he's over 21 mm-hmm. so still a an older man younger woman dynamic but not somebody's damn daddy that you not even just someone you go to school with because imagine your daddy popping up at your house with somebody you graduated high school with mm. we will fight that's my thing like i i get like that was your sister and all but how did you not fight her and at the end when she wrote the poem and said that she would forgive her i said you got the bigger heart and the biggest heart because now you got this motherfucker who's going to be carrying your best friend is carrying your stepsister your mom is in the (laughs) hospital we don't know what's happening game of thrones i haven't watched game of thrones Thrones too because and that's why i was like oh okay this is gay as fuck she was in love with her because why the fuck would you still forgive that bitch because some people Family bonds, and that's been family her entire life. This new, this new person that is this new Rosa, she doesn't know her, but I've known Rosa my entire life. But I just, because what if Rosa was, because we don't get an answer to whether or not her mom makes it, mm-hmm. but she has villainized her mom so much that I feel like, honestly, as a teenager, though, you kind of go through that phase. Yeah. But once she grows out of that, you won't be in for a reckoning, baby. And but you know what? Her, so Ginger and the... Um, the Marks are the only ones who had concern 
for Natalie immediately afterwards. That's the thing. It came out. She got it off her shelf. She was able to breathe. She was um, soothed a little bit and comforted afterwards. Even though she blamed herself a little bit. But again, I think that's Roland's influence because he's master manipulator. Absolutely. The gaslighting that happened. He played the fuck out that character. Mm -hmm. Sally, who, like I said, director and writer, she absolutely did it. She did it very well. Mm -hmm. Um, I was able to read an interview that she did about this movie because it is her most publicized one. They asked her like how much you know, how much was true? How much was about you? She's like, I did grow up in a time that was, you know, wartime. I did grow up in the UK. I did ditch. I did get arrested. I did smoke pot. Some of these other things did not happen. So, you know, I don't know how much of this story is really told. I, this is actually a first for us. This is the first movie that I could not find in, any information about the budget. Yeah. Could this... not find it. Revenue wise, it pulled $1.7 million. Um, hmm. I think that that's probably pretty good because uh, distribution was through Universal um, oh, production yeah. company was Kuzan and Union Pictures, and then in 2013 is when A24 picked it up and it got the U.S. distribution. So hmm. this was a this was a smaller movie that was meant for smaller audiences. I think it did well. Um, our ranking for this is a five out of ten. IMDb gave it a six point two out of ten. Okay. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 78%. So I think that we're not far off. Um, I also think that because we... <laughs> I think also because we are not, hashtag not the target audience, Definitely. that the lens is going to be different. But I am able to see the correlations between um, American Beauty, which came out in like 1999. Mm-hmm. And maybe even references Game of Thrones guy might have looked at this. You know what I'm <laughs> Like, I, you know, <laughs> said, I need something to write about. So, you know, but I think it was a good movie. It was decent. Um, what, how many ticks did you have for your categories? Oh, gosh. Um, D had 10. See it. I see it. <laughs> boy, boy. Yeah. And I think about Death a lot had 25 because it Ooh. the way wrote, not Roses, Ginger's character. I felt I felt bad for her too because like Roland was feeding into this like you're an activist you have to do this you have to save the world yeah and, 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 and she and was obsessing about the world ending yeah so that kind of that coupled with the fact that hey don't tell your mom that I'm sleeping with your best friend that was a lot for her it was she so, literally said I feel like I'm gonna explode if I tell this secret like bless her heart. like like a bomb like she whew, she was the bomb right oh <laughs> that's pressure but fuck that bitch had twenty. Put him under the jail. Six feet had 10. Mm-hmm. And you should have died in the war had 18. <laughs> so he many should have gone to the war and, and you should have died. died. <laughs> waking me up at 2 a.m. for food. To tell me you fucking my best friend. Like, I will. Ooh. Huh. Huh. Okay. Um, for me, no, I saw that. Had seven. Yep. Um, oh, you ready for the world? Had 11. <laughs> She was really trying. She was trying real hard, but nope, you in danger had eight. Mm. Now, I was able to check myself. There was times that I saw that she was posturing as a grown woman, seven, 16 to 18, wherever she was, she was still a child. Right. And I was, I had to check myself on that. Um, connection dot 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 fail. Like, can you hear me now? No, my bad. Is that um, for seven? What what was connection? That, that was between um, Natalie and Rowan. That was between Ginger and Rosa. That was between uh, Ginger okay. and Natalie. That was between Ginger, Ginger and, and Rosa. Rowan. That was between Ginger and Rowan. <laughs> that was between Bella 
And yeah. Natalie, between Mark II and that, it happened multiple times where the connection was trying to be made and had a little bit of effort been given, maybe some things wouldn't have happened the way they did. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that Bella was the one who was like, yo, I understand I might have scared you and told you that we may all die, but that's not what you're talking about, right? right. She made that connection. She saw it all, all the way through. Mm-hmm. She was like, what else can... What are you talking about? What are you holding on to right now? She was... Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, but not wrong, though. Have four. Right. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck you anyways. Fuck you also. Fuck you as well. Whatever the A stands for. Had 13. And oh my fucking God. OMFNG. OMFG. Had 10. Mm. So, yeah. This movie was... Interesting. Mm, I don't know that I would watch it again. I'm not. Oh, I definitely I'm, wouldn't. Yeah, I'm he not that interested. Me off too much. He and that's that is art. Art is supposed to move you. It and really I was moved, is. Goddamn, moved to punch somebody. That's it. It's a throw. Oh, um, but we got to give it up to this movie for putting Elle Fanning on as a more um, adult. You know, I guess. I guess you know, a budding adult actor. Um, Alice Englert isn't doing as much and it Benning, thanks for coming back around because she's fucking awesome. Christina Hendricks doing Gorgeous. her thing. <laughs> Apparently Christina Hendricks was voted like most beautiful woman in uh at the time or whatever by women. Ooh. Yo, the women thought she was hot. Because she is beautiful. She's she's a you know, Former it's the red so. hair, green eye combo. I mm. personally have seen that and been like, Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> but have you seen black women? Right. The most beautiful. Sorry. All right. All right. Um, and then, but Oliver Platt, shout out to you because Oliver Platt, he really works. And I love that guy. I didn't know that he would be in this movie when he, when he popped up. And then he was a gay man in the movie. Right. And that's another reason because I was, she was like, oh, you're with the militia. And I was like, oh, so we gay. We gay. Because yeah. I was like, okay, that's what we called it back then. Hell yeah. <laughs> she said, and then Bella was like, I heard you were, she was like a self proclaimed, uh, disruptor a militant i like that i yes. like those parts yeah they said she washed her hair with with dish soap they was laughing at her but her hair was squeaky squeaky look <laughs> ah, so okay all oh. right y'all that's it for us that is um what else do we got you know what we should do applause but i won't i don't i won't do it because i can't find it immediately <laughs> either that one or that one. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. It's so kind. <laughs> oh my God. We will listen. We needed that break. Black History Month said that we should absolutely uh, focus on it. And then life just told us that we didn't have no choice. Right. So we're back now. Things are set up. We're good. I missed you. I missed you. I'm happy to see you. Yeah. And we got to do this in person because um, we needed to do this in person. Yeah. So we will see y'all next week. We're going to drop this. Today is a Saturday. We should probably just drop it today. We could, yeah. And then we can get back to it um, next next week, week. which starts tomorrow. (laughs) Next week starts tomorrow. Yeah. But either way, episode 71 (laughs) is going to be... um, Uh, Supply, because you know it's 824. That's it. So just guess with us. We only got five more episodes of the season. So you guys stick with us. And we promise we get to be time. <laughs> we're getting better at this. Life is life, and we're way, way more comfortable now. I'm excited for you to get your move done. I am so excited. Ooh. That is going to be so much fun. So, and then we're hopefully we'll be even closer. 
So to goals, yeah. Yeah. So stability. Yes, that's all we want. Wish that for us. Okay. <laughs> Donate it. Give us your money. All right, y'all. Anything else? No. Bye. Bye. Bye.